Welcome to the 4Ms with Molly, a podcast for the busy and working mom. I'm your host, Molly Lupo, nurse practitioner, lifestyle medicine and nutrition coach, and busy mom. The 4Ms is all about macros, mindset, meditation, and movement. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 34. I'm going to be talking and covering hormones and how they affect your performance um, and how they actually affect your nutrition as well. So um, I have a lot of people who either come to me and are asking like, how can I survive the week before my period when I want to eat everything? Um, So we're going to go over these things. So um, let's jump in. So we have tons of women who are participating in physical activity, whether you have a Peloton, whether you're doing strength training. Um, I would say that most of the women listening to this podcast are active. And so as long as you have a period, um, then this is sort of pertinent, pertinent and important in like understanding how nutrition affects this. Um Another thing is like your cycle and your menstrual hormones, mainly your estrogen and progesterone, um, they fluctuate with your cycle. You have more calorie needs at certain phases of your cycle and so forth. So I'm just going to be going over all of that today for you. Um, so first of all, most women under consume calories. And what I mean is like, there's still sort of this like notion that 1200 calories is enough. Um, and if you are exercising, moving your body, working out 1200 calories is nowhere near enough. And so what I'm usually finding is that women can do a good job of sort of holding on and, um, working out and eating at a caloric deficit. Um, but only for a couple of days before they end up binging or just overeating a ton. And it's because we, we need to like fuel our bodies with adequate calories in order to perform. So on average, the menstrual cycle is around 28 days. It obviously can range less than that or more than that. Um, but anywhere from 21 to 45 days is sort of considered the norm. Um, and there's two different phases. So there's the follicular phase and there is the luteal phase. In the follicular phase, this is from days 1 to 14, and this is, so day 1 would constitute the day that you get your period. And um, in this phase, all of your hormone levels, your estrogen and progesterone, are at their lowest baseline level. You are burning less fat in this period. Um, You also may notice that inflammation or muscle damage could be higher when working out in this phase. Meaning like it might feel longer to recover. You might be tired for longer. You might have sore muscles for longer. Just all sort of things that can be happening in the first 14 days. Um, You need carbs to replenish in this stage. But in general, you can find your total total daily energy expenditure. And you can cut it by 10%. And I will link a um, calorie calculator on there for you to find this. Um, I talk about this all the time, but another way to find your TDEE, because a lot of people do this calculator and then they are worried about how much food it really is. Um, so another way to do it is to just eat until you're satisfied for a week or two and move as you normally would and track your total intake and calories and track some weights across those that week or two week span. And if you are overall gaining or maintaining weight, 
then those average calories become sort of your maintenance. And so you would want to cut those by 10%. But if you start losing weight, um, you can take those um, average calories and go from there. So that is the follicular phase in a nutshell. There's more that's happening there hormonal wise, but that's what it means for performance. Um, so the second phase, your luteal phase, is days 15 through 28 of your period. So if you imagine day one is your period, um, is when it starts, and by day seven, it's maybe stopped. So this is up to day 14, or I'm sorry, day 15, day 15 through 28. So um, your estrogen and progesterone are peaking around days 20 to 24. And in this um, phase, your energy expenditure is actually increased by two and a half to 11%, which is sort of mind blowing, because that's kind of a lot. Um, but what that means is days 15 through 28, on average, the calories that your body needs is more, it's two and a half to 11% more. So that's why people get so hungry in this phase. And they're oftentimes reaching for all the carb things for energy, especially if you're not eating enough. Um, so in this phase, you want to increase your calories by around 5%. Um, your body needs more calories, um, and so forth. So this phases are super interesting because your metabolism is actually upregulated. And um, in this particular phase, you have increase of, um, of fat metabolism in your protein. So I'm going to go through this in a minute, um, how to sort of think about your calories when you track your cycle. But I just want to sort of emphasize here that like, you need adequate calories to do your workouts and to feel energized and to not feel tired all of the time. And this is important because I have, I have, um, people who come to me who are at a thousand or 1200 calories and they're tired and their performances are horrible. Um, but they're scared to death to go up. So for people like that, I would highly recommend going and finding your total daily energy expenditure, um, on the Omni calculator. You can Google that O M N I, um, and slowly working up to your maintenance calories, maybe by 50 to hundred calories a week and, um, cutting once you get back up to maintenance calories, maintaining your weight. Um, I'm just going to hit on um, protein, carbs, and fats quick. So protein is so important for all the things, but protein is important because it maintains your lean muscle mass while you lose fat. And some little nuggets of wisdom here are to try to space your protein throughout the day, 20 to 30 grams like per time that you eat. Um, and really sort of the overall recommendations for someone who is an athlete or who's active is 0.8 or 0.7 to 1.0 grams of protein per uh, pound of body weight. So if you weighed 120 pounds, you could take 0.7 times 120 and you would find where your protein intake lies. Um, protein is also important because it helps us like um, regulate our skeletal muscle and um, build the actual muscle and lean muscle is so important. You hear me talk about it all the time, but it's important because, um, it will burn more calories than just, um, untrained lean muscle. So 
things to think about. And then carbohydrates, of course, are our fuel source during moderate to high intensity exercise. Um, you can do some pre-exercise carbs during the follicular phase if you want, because you will be burning more carbs at that point. Um, I don't get too caught up in this, especially if I don't really work with people who are <laughs> training for big events that are like more than 90 minutes or more than an hour. Um, and I kind of talked about that last week where, you know, unless it's more than that, you don't necessarily have to preload. Um, so those are things to think about. I prefer to do my workouts fasted, but with a little bit of coffee because that caffeine makes a difference for me and how I feel and how I perform. And then you want to make sure you're getting adequate fats and fats are important for maintaining sex hormones, for maintaining your cycle. If you've lost your cycle, uh, I mean, it could be a plethora of reasons, but one of them is not getting enough fat in the diet. And you want to try to get your fat sources from lean meats, nuts, seeds, eggs, avocado. Those things will help keep you full and satisfied. Um, so that's sort of the down low on the follicular and luteal phases. I want to just leave you with one more little nugget in that if you wanted to try to play with your calories during your cycle, days one through 14, I would recommend finding your, um, TDEE calories, which you can find on Omni calculator. And I would cut those by 10%. And then, for days 15 to 28, so in the luteal phase, I would take the same total daily energy expenditure calories, so the calories that you um, are burning or whatever, and I would add 5% to that, and then I would cut that number by 10% to find your deficit calories, but while giving you a little bit more to eat. For some people, that might only be 100 or 200 calories, but you don't have to go on a binge then. And it's kind of, it becomes more expected in those like time periods where, where you're like, oh yeah, I'm super hungry and this is why. Um, and so how can I make like better choices or how can I increase my calories a little bit without going off the rails and still feeling really good? So I hope that's helpful. Um, shoot me a message if it was. If you listen, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Um, and if you have any topics that you want me to cover or anything, feel free to shoot me a message in my inbox. All right, everyone, until next time. Thank you so much for listening to The 4Ms with Molly. If you want to get in touch with me or have a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM on Instagram at unsinkablemollynp. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with someone you love and give us a five-star review on iTunes. Disclaimer, any health-related information on this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional legal or medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified healthcare provider for any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or before embarking on any lifestyle, nutrition, or wellness program.